information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. All information, content, and materials available on this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Cultiva Law. Now, without further ado, here are your exquisite esquires, Mio Asami and Fabiola Jimenez. What up, squad? We're back. Yes, we are back for another episode of Cultivating Conversations. Well, two and only. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is Friday. Um, so we have a very special... Like, it's a special edition. Very special edition. <laughs> very different than what we normally do. Yeah. Um, which is very structured. We got 20 minutes, four points. We actually have some very special guests today that um, want to talk to you about sports and cannabis. Yeah. Because guess who wrote the fucking awesome-ass article? Yeah. Guess who wrote it? Gentlemen, you want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> Uh, Let's start yes, with Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Butcher. <laughs> I wrote an article on sports and cannabis. Hell yeah! Uh, so that's then. before we sorry before I even get to our last guest. So that's that's literally the topic of our conversation today is sports and cannabis that's and right. what the fuck happens when you mix the two or when you don't mix the two. That's other guest is none other than Ken Ford. And so hey. you guys have heard him before on our burr, show burr, talk burr. about taxes, but. Y'all didn't know that he has a sports background, and what is that, Kim? What do you What do you do? What do you do that's so special that no one else in this office does? Uh, Besides taxes and read, <laughs> <laughs> read about I taxes. I am a uh, major league baseball uh, representative and agent. Hey, oh. so anybody looking for a holly at your boy? That's right. That's right. So yeah, I mean. That's what we're talking about today. That's what we got. Ken Thomas is a longtime sports fan. Um, obviously, again, he wrote the article, <laughs> which was it was like it was like the t- leading news article, right? Yeah, on, the leading news article on cannabisnow.com. Hell yeah! So had the front page, which is great. Stayed up there front for and I think almost like two days. So that was <laughs> legit. Hell yeah, it's legit. So you want to tell us kind of what you wrote about, and we're just kind of—I mean, I'm this okay, y'all. Just, just kind of bear with me. I'm literally winging this entire thing because I just thought it'd be fun to kind of like freely talk about this, and yeah. So yeah, so you want to? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I can't do any of that. Cut the check <laughs> is the most I do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Thomas, you want to go ahead and just tell us what what the fuck you wrote about and what well, the, what it was about? Yeah. So kind of just a general summary. I think sports is going the same direction as society um, from 100%. being very heavily regulated and um, you know, being lots of penalties uh, for breaking um, cannabis rules to mm-hmm. now you're seeing different sports, uh, professional sports leagues, whether it's the NHL or USC or the NFL that are making, they're being more lenient with their penalties mm-hmm. um, and they're allowing cannabis by their players more um, and they're creating treatment programs um, and you know instead of saying hey you're going to be suspended for five games ten games right. you're going to find $50,000 or even you know such severe things as suspended for like half a season so now where you know it might only be a suspension for one game or no suspension right. at right. all um, you're seeing um, like the NHL has said that the league no longer classifies cannabis as a banned substance. Oh, hell so yeah. That was the, they were really the first United States um, professional league to come out and making that stance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the UFC decided they're not testing for uh, cannabis anymore. And so that was kind of a big deal. And so you're just seeing a steady progression 
um, for players and the treatments by the different leagues. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's just going to keep evolving uh, as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so as, as like a base matter, you know, for people, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, not I'm sure. Literally everybody has touched sports in some way or form, whether you watch it or your ex-boyfriend watched it or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> so you, you y'all got, everybody's got some experience with sports, right? And watching or participating or whatever it is. Why do you think we even test for these things to begin with? Like, why was it such a prohibitive thing in the beginning? I mean, this is just like a philosophical question. I'm not asking for like, this is the official reason why they say <laughs> you yeah. can't do drugs. But like, why do you think they test for drugs? Well, you generally, <laughs> the performance enhancers. Sure, uh, sure. So you're steroids. But, but would weed be a performance enhancer? No, no. And I think this is like, it gets kind of a little complicated. With uh, baseball, baseball has a very... Uh, interesting history with uh, drugs. Okay. Um, they're the ones that have been attributed to, like, for instance, uh, kind of normal, kind of uh, recreational use of cocaine. Sure. Is attributed to Major League Baseball players. Sure. Uh, uh, and if it ain't white, it ain't right. Speedies, you know. Uh, and there's, there's, there's been pitchers <laughs> who thrown, like, no hitters under, uh, under the performance of, like, psychedelics and <laughs> Hell yeah, you're telling me that there's players who dropped acid and they're they're suddenly like fucking Hall of Famers? Well, I wouldn't say they're Hall of Famer, but they threw a no-hitter on acid. <laughs> yeah. so, there's like stories and documentaries about these people. Hell um, yeah. And so um, with baseball, I think it's a kind of like very hidden, unknown thing, but um, they've never tested for recreational drugs, period. Really? Uh, yeah, especially at the major league level. Only the minor leagues did they test for uh, recreational drugs. So, like, what's a recreational drug? Cannabis, cocaine. Does crack, acid count? Heroin. Acid. Oh, yeah, acid. Yeah. Angel. So they still. Why do you have? Why do you know so many drugs? <laughs> Heroin. Meth. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Hey, hey, opium. <laughs> yeah, so they they never tested, and that's why like they were able during the Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire era oh, to yeah. take steroids because they weren't tested for anything. It was like, do you like you performing? Whatever gets you on that field, <laughs> do thing, do it. Uh, and so, and then once they started implementing the drug uh, testing policy, it was only for the performance enhancers, and then, mm-hmm. and then they imposed it. Uh, street drugs on the minor league. So one one thing you'll see, um, and but recently they have kind of uh, okay cannabis use, so they don't test for the minor league. But what you would see in the, in the past is if you had like a top prospect that potentially could be in the majors, but they were currently in the minors and they tested positive for cannabis, they would just bring them up to the majors. Oh, yeah, so it's so, not prohibitive anymore. Yeah, so now they won't have to deal with that suspension. Right, right. That's pretty dope. That's a nice little loophole there. Yeah. I also never, I mean, until I really, like, thought about it, I never realized how many types of 
professional sport. That's a terrible thing to say. But also, like, we got, you know, we got NBA, we got NHL, we got fucking NFL, we got MLB, and then you got MLS, and then you got UFC, and then you got... Like, there's so many fucking yeah. sports. And you're telling me, like, mo- I mean, other than MLB, obviously, because we just talked about it, but, like, most of them test for drugs? Is this what's go- is that still what's happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, too, one of the things as professional sports athletes, I think in society, we, as a society, look up to them so much. Cut the check. That's what I was yeah. looking for. Yep. <laughs> Money. We hold them to such a, a high standard. <laughs> Uh, maybe even look at them sometimes as superheroes. Yeah, like idolize them, right? So I think when it came to cannabis or other drugs or alcohol, they have tried to be really strict and really hold right. that image. You know, if it was maybe a different industry, it wouldn't be treated the same. So I think right. that sort of probably plays a little bit of impact too. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, can you imagine, like, a firefighter getting fired for smoking weed? I mean, um, maybe it happens. I don't know. But... I mean, like they're they're heroes, right? They're they're considered that kind of occupation is considered a hero, and they don't. T- I mean, maybe they do test for drugs. Actually, don't hold me to that. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's not like it's not like a huge thing, right? So I think part of it is that you know they, these people are in the public eye, and there's this because drugs have a stigma attached to it that you gotta stay clean, which is for better or for worse. I mean, you know. It, I understand it in some ways, but we all we all touch cannabis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It'd be uh, interesting to kind of look into and do studies as into why these different sports um, started imposing these drug policies. Uh, I feel sorry for the the college kids, the NCAA, because they mm-hmm. do uh, test for it. They, they have a pretty stringent uh, testing policy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when I played, uh, pay them. In college, by the way, we, I got drug tested six times in one year. Shit! Why don't you tell us that background, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> you, what, what do you mean college? What the fuck you do? Uh, yeah, I played uh, baseball in college and and participated in the college world series. So I think in that year when we uh, when we played in the college world series in the playoffs, every series. They would test this. I got every game. They would pick a random person and uh, and test this drug test. And I, oh, so it's just like a random person out of yeah. Not like every per. Not it's not like the entire team gets tested. No, just a random person. But I randomly got selected every single step of the way. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound very really random to me, dude. <laughs> and, and but then even uh, sometimes in NCAA. Um, the university in itself will have uh, kind of test the student athletes too, and so you won't like you won't be able you won't be necessarily suspended for the whole year, but they will kind of like a lot of times if you the first offense within your university is kind of like a slap on the wrist because uh, they understand you know college kids, but they're like hey don't do this because you could really potentially hurt yourself if the NCAA catches you doing this mm-hmm. drug test so. Um, I, you know, those I, University of Denver, UW, you know, everybody in legal weed states and all of their college classmates are partaking in mm-hmm. state sovereignty rights. And unfortunately, <laughs> um, those athletes aren't able to. Do you think it'll change if, if say we, well, I mean, okay. So say the next step, at least for federal weed laws is to decriminalize, right? 
Do you think that'll speed up the process within how sports views weed or do you think it'll affect it at all? Do you think it has to be like federal, like recreational legalization level or what do you, I mean, what do you, what do y'all think? I think one factor that is helping uh, kind of move things forward is, and you know, they've probably been doing this for a while, but as the less taboo it's become in society, um, is the benefits of it. And I mm-hmm. think the more information that comes out about the benefits of, of um, cannabis um, and how it would help players, since they're athletes and they're right. getting hurt, um, and just their recovery, I think. Right. Then the leagues can then leverage that and be like, oh, well, we did this research, and yeah, they're decriminalizing it from the Biden administration, but also look over here, these are all these positive things they can do. So we can right. point at that and be like, this is going to help our athletes. This is a thing, something that's going to help, um, you know, potentially with brain injuries or for right. the NFL, where they could kind of um, point to something, mm-hmm. and then that would allow the leagues to, you know, kind of ease their restrictions as well. Yeah, um, but certainly right. decriminalizing it and would help it, which is the overall um, societal view, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like for, I mean, the way I see it is kind of chicken and the egg, right? Can you imagine like if a sports player like Mookie Betts all of a sudden is like endorsing a fucking weed <laughs> strain. It's like, yo, this helped with my like inflammation in my body. And like, you know what I mean? Like would that, would, which way would it society, like which way would affect society more? Like, changing the laws or actually having sports take an active stance on like accepting weed rather than being like, uh, it's kind of like a passive, like we'll, we'll be okay with it. But you know, you know I, mean? I think it's, it's kind of interesting because uh, one, the players themselves can't endorse, like uh, they can't endorse alcohol, for instance. True. Like, true. You, you okay. see them on an alcohol commercial. Right. But, but alcohol is not medicine. But the league, <laughs> the league can endorse it. The league oh, okay. can have commercials. The league can have sponsors. Oh, right. But Which makes sense. Play. Bud Light? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so it, it, it makes <laughs> sense, but it doesn't because you, you talk about full sports and we look to them and it's a very family-oriented mm-hmm. thing. Well, the league in itself is saying it's okay, but they're just not allowing these players to individually. Um, and so when it comes to, like... Uh, you know, information and things. I do think you will see players uh, maybe be able to sponsor and endorse uh, CBD and hemp products because right. they have a right. medicinal purpose and they're using mm-hmm. it right now. And like now, like Major League Baseball is researching which hemp and CBD products are okay for their players to use. So okay. I think you will see that. But I think it's just uh, you know. But I mean. Hemp and CBD are, I mean, especially if it's come to topicals, that's federally legal, right? So mm-hmm. that's not even, that doesn't even fall in the category of weed, but they're still regulating that somehow with the with their players? They they came out and had to say it was okay. They had to kind of make an official statement. Right, like, right. Hey, it's okay for these players to use it, but, you know, we want to kind of research into which ones we're going to kind of get that green light and make sure before we use it that we say we can approve it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I was just, I'm literally just still like imagining fucking like Russell Wilson coming out and be like, yo, Bubba Kush. <laughs> that's that <laughs> shit. Bubba Kush, that's that shit right there. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I went to church on Sunday, well, and I came home and smoked Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think that'd be fucking dope. Maybe, no pun that. intended, but... <laughs> I think it's one of those things that once it becomes decriminalized or you know, legalized federally and the leagues start allowing their players to be more open uh, open about it and, and less suspensions and that kind of stuff, that it, there will be so many players that are, will come forward and say, oh, I've been using, I've been smoking for a very long time or mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing this in the off-season you know, for years. It really helps me. And it's like once the curtain gets pulled back, I think people are going to be surprised that how many athletes are using it for, um, you know, purposes of recovery and right, um, right. You know, healing and all that kind of stuff. But right now they're just not allowed to talk about it. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that's not happening. And I think 100%. You know, um, there'll be a light shed on it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so important. We talk about this all the time. It's just all about that education. It's all about that stigma. It's all about, you know, having that conversation, that cannabis, hemp, CBD, whatever you want to call it, um, is just another word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just another thing that you use every day. It's like when people when people talk about like, well, you know what, I just really need a drink. It's just like it's so generic. Mm-hmm. It could be whiskey. It could be a glass of wine. It could be just – it could be literally anything. And – it could be a double, it could be a single, it could be many, it could be a six <laughs> Three pack. fingers, guys, three fingers. Three fingers could be neat, could be dirty, could be shaken. I don't know, is that how you do stuff with alcohol? I don't drink very much. Uh, <laughs> I don't do very hard drugs. Um, but, you know, but nonetheless, drugs, um, nonetheless, that's, that's a thing, right? Like, yeah. the more you talk about it, the more it becomes normalized, the less people are going to think about this as being, like, the gateway drug and the devil's lettuce. And I think it's so important to have athletes be able to talk about it. Cause yeah, it, it's going to be surprising yeah. to know how many of our favorite wholesome athletes are using cannabis yeah. in one shape or form. Yeah. And I mean, not, sorry, not even like whole, just piggyback, piggybacking off of that. Not so much of a wholesome player, but like Marshawn Lynch. I have some a little bit. Of, I got some background inside scoop on that guy. Ooh, he smokes. Yes. He smokes so much. Yeah. <laughs> I think allegedly, uh, allegedly, Marsh- allegedly. Marshawn Lynch is also the shit. So <laughs> I, I think there's a high correlation of uh, cannabis consumption um, from NFL players. They talk about uh, how it helps them recover and a lot of things. But I think that what leagues are not realizing is that they're turning a lot of their players into alcoholics mm-hmm. um, yeah. because they can't use cannabis mm-hmm. and we you don't really see that too much because you, you'll see this the suspensions and people going to uh, drug program treatments for the use of cannabis but you know you uh, one for instance was Derek Rose he kind of admitted about him having an alcohol problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say this about MJ, but if you watch that last dance, oh my uh, goodness, oh, yes, yeah. it looked oh, yeah. like he, he he was definitely yeah. had a few drinks yeah. constantly. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, I think that you know they really are just doing these players a disservice with that because when you add in the alcohol intake, you you're going to get uh, a lot of DUIs. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you see, a which lot is of, super common, right? Like we see that we we see and hear that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like. X player got you know DUI in Florida or because they're speeding and it's, yeah. yeah I mean it, I, so I agree yeah. yeah I personally wouldn't want to mix uh, alcohol and a person who gets paid 
to rely on their instincts. Right. Right. Uh, because you're inhibiting all their instincts, and they're yeah, just like, what you know, the like fuck? The yeah. players, they get paid on relying on their instincts because if you are out there on that football field and you're trying to think before you act, guess what happened? Touchdown, buddy. You need to be relying on instincts. Right. So if you add that idea, that concept, and then mix it with alcohol, I wouldn't want to be around that. Right, yeah. right, right. Now, if you add those instincts and add a little cannabis. <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah, give me some time. <laughs> you got HD hearing now, because that's what happens to me. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. So, I, I'm I mean, kind of jumping. No, sorry. I was going to jump topics, but if you, if you want. Oh, really? I was going to talk about Paul Pierce a little bit. Oh, <laughs> what happened with that. him? What, what happened with him? Generic question. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just going to say, like, so... We, do we all know what happened? Who wants to describe what I happened with what him? Happened. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, let's enlighten Fabi. What happened with Paul Pierce today? Who knows? Go for it. <laughs> Who knows? Go for it. <laughs> Anybody. Uh, kind of long story short, Paul Pierce, he went on, I, can't, I don't know if it was Facebook Live or Instagram Live. I think it was Instagram. Was it the, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the video and the... Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah. he went on there with two scantily clad women. I love how they described that. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? And uh, he was smoking a blunt on there. And, mm-hmm. and um, two days later, ESPN fired him because of those actions. So is it... it what, I mean, what? why did ESPN fire him? In was the sense the of like... Well, yeah, exactly. Is it the video? Is it the weed? Is it, is it the ass cheeks? <laughs> because <laughs> or is it the ass cheeks? Because a lot of like, ethical... like. <laughs> Codes of conduct when you're part of sports teams, when you're part of certain organizations, you know. So right, like, I right. had the same thought. I was like, is it really those? Because I don't, I mean, I'm gonna be real, I don't watch ESPN, fuck ESPN, but like he had a show on ESPN, right? I like, watch ESPN and Espanol. Deportes. Deportes. ESPN, you can sponsor me in Spanish. Um, I'm 100 percent bleacher. But yeah, but that, I mean, I thought, I thought, well, I didn't see anything wrong with what he did. I wouldn't have partaken in such activities myself. Um, was, or published them. Far. There would have been <laughs> first off, there would have been naked men. Yeah, everywhere. Um, but I would not have broadcasted it. But I mean, but my thing was like, is it the is it the weed? Is right, it the right. Smoking? What what is was it, the fireable offense? Yeah, is it the video? It, because there's there's as lawyers were dissecting, they're like, what was the actual mm-hmm. cutoff point where they said, you know what, if you would have been doing this privately and it just somehow, some, we found out that you were doing that, like, would that have been a big mm-hmm. of a deal? Is it just because it was kind of embarrassing? You're like, wow, you're supposed to be this, like, wholesome person of right. personality on ESPN, and, and the, but the real you is the real you. And that's, that happens with everybody. Everybody has you know, they're, they're you got your outside. work side, yeah, yeah. Work side, your, your professional profession side, and you have your ratchet side that you show all your friends. Yeah, on your ha- ratchet happy birthday. That's right. <laughs> hey. So, what do you think it is, guys? <laughs> I think it was the weed. I, I I don't necessarily think it was the woman, and I was trying to think about any announcer being next to scantily clad women working <laughs> and I couldn't think of Stephen A. Smith doing that <laughs> or Kenny Mayne. I don't recall any of them being in these compromising situations. Jalen Rose. Um, so it's hard to say. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm trying to take 
remove the cannabis from the video and just see Paul Pierce looking there and then two women. Right. If he's just got a video of him and like some, some, um, yeah. you know, ladies. Yeah. Dancing. <laughs> he, yeah. Just like dancing. Dan- dancing ladies are just out having a good time. Would, would he still have been fired? Do we know that? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Cause I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, go to I think any so strip club in Atlanta on a Friday oh, night. Oh, hundred percent. Actually, anytime there's any sort of sports, anything. Yeah. No, it doesn't, need, find it doesn't need to be sports. It, any today, right now. Yeah. Like, it's popping. It's Literally, like, like right now, like <laughs> as we speak. Happy hour. <laughs> they say they're going, going for the wings, but we all know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you want to go to a strip club during the day. Personally, personally I, I don't. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. They, they go for the wings. <laughs> wink, wink. They're they are really good. No, like, I, 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 you know what? Every fucking dude says that. I, I promise don't believe you it. this. I promise you this. Like. Have a great strip club culture, and it's some guy <laughs> in the back whipping it up. And I mean, you'd be like, Yeah, is this lemon pepper? Is this buffalo? I don't know, but it's good. I'm done here. <laughs> personally, I haven't partaken Again, in yes. male strip clubs. Get someone, ever. someone bring me some like takeout wings from a strip club <laughs> so I can actually taste how good it is. Because I'm, I, I can bet you maybe $50 that it's good because you're seeing ass cheeks getting clapped. And I, I, I bet you $50. <laughs> Silver Stallion. <laughs> How did that come out so quickly? I have no idea what that is. Okay. You mean like Thunder Down Under? Thunder. Fucking bet. Okay, I saw it in Vegas. Focus on chicken wings. You don't want to have any sort of other thoughts than the thoughts that I am having as I'm watching Thunder Down Under. No, I couldn't. I'd be slobbering. I'd just be like, slobbering. Shit, my, my bad. I'm sorry. Chicken, chicken grease everywhere. Just, my lemon pepper's getting everywhere. Chicken pepper everywhere in between the cracks. It'd just be the worst experience for the dancers. Not for me, for the dancers. So personally, I, I, I say no to this theory that strip clubs have the best chicken wings. Yeah. You know what? We'll just leave that up to debate. If you want to argue with me or Mio, just comment. Comment on our stuff. Comment on our stuff. <laughs> Let us know what y'all think. Bring Mio some stripping chicken wings. A whole other day. Yeah. <laughs> Look, sponsor me <laughs> with chicken wings. King of diamonds. All of my dream girls. Can y'all bring some chicken wings? Yeah, can y'all bring some chicken wings? Thank you. Treasure. I, what is that? Oh my Tootsies. god, Ken. Keep, keep naming them. Keep going. Keep going. Blue magic. Thomas has been silent the yes, entire time. Magic City. This whole time. And Ken is going off. I just know these from rap songs and Drake's okay. ex-girlfriends. That's, That's true. true. I can't blame you there. I can't blame you there. Yeah. That's not what your mom told me. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. she brought the mom into it. Let the reflect that. She brought the... talking to my mom. Yeah, she... <laughs> I talked to everyone's mom. We're about to... <laughs> Ask anybody in the talk. Some people are about to throw hands up in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess the final, the final thought that I have on this is like, what do you guys think will be the catalyst for the change? You know, for... Will there be a catalyst? No, you, or yeah. will there be, yeah, for, for cannabis to be fully accepted in sports? You know... I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think it, it will be like the NFL or the NBA. Uh, it definitely won't be Major League Baseball because low-key nobody really knew what they were doing anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I would say the NCAA. If oh, they, interesting. Yeah, interesting. If, if they got rid of uh, their, they kind of decriminalize cannabis in their eyes and sure, allow sure. student athletes to just, you know, partake and be a student like everyone else. Right. Um, then I think that will kind of carry over into the professional arena. Is it Thomas? I think it's just going to be society accepting it more and more. I know here, like in Seattle, seven years ago, if you would have drove around the city or 10 years ago, whatever it may be, you wouldn't have seen all of the retail pot shops on the corner. Now you drive around and you see one in certain areas, zoning areas, and they're on every corner. And you don't even think about it. So I think it's just the more as time goes on and we're just more accepting as a culture and, you know, younger people are getting older and they grew up where it was just normal. Uh, then I think everything will just keep changing. Um, and then the leagues will just change that. Yeah. The leagues will just adapt because right now, you know, kids who are in middle school or high school are playing basketball. And then 15 years from now, when they're in the pros, they grew up and all they knew was mm-hmm. that cannabis mm-hmm. was normal or legal and not as taboo. So by the time they get there, I think it, things will just have changed. And I think we're just on that natural progression. I do think as we talked about like star athletes, I think once, you know, star athletes get behind it, cause they're just really the big movers and the game changers. Um, and when you see them doing it or saying it's okay or a good thing that has a bigger impact, you know, whether it's our political leaders saying something is good or bad or um, famous movie stars or athletes, once they get behind something, it really moves the needle. Um, and then I said, I think there's going to be some athlete down the road that's going to be a game changer in a lot of ways mm-hmm. that will really come out and be the face of it and, and will be allowed to be the face of it. And we, right. we haven't had that opportunity yet to have an athlete or the leagues haven't allowed the yeah. opportunity for that athlete to really become the face of it. You see it on small levels here and there, um, you know, like previously referenced, like a Marshawn Lynch or somebody, right, right. Like, you know, Ricky Williams in the NFL, he's been really open about it. But, you know, there's a smaller, um, uh, on the scale, it's a little bit smaller. It's mm-hmm. not like a LeBron James or mm-hmm. a Mike Trout or, you know, Russell Wilson. But if you have someone like that and they're allowed to um, to endorse it and talk about how, you know, it's how positive it is, um, I think that's really going to change Right. A lot of things. So, do you think it, it will come from LeBron James? Uh, probably not LeBron. I think it's too <laughs> his son. You yeah. think it comes from, from his son? His, like I was saying, I think like his son, someone of that age, that's still like, that young, and by the time you know five or ten years from now, someone like that. I think I don't know that any pro athletes in any of the leagues right now will be that person. It's going to be something down the road, and it, and it could start like you said with the. NCAA mm-hmm. um, allowing it, and then if, if um, you know there's a college athlete, you know five years from now, and, and then they go to the pros, maybe it'll be someone like that. Right. You, you know why I said uh, LeBron's son? Uh, no. Because there's a video of uh, LeBron James Bronny uh, smoking a blunt. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, interesting. It came out uh, maybe like last year around that time. Um, NBA was still in uh, their uh, 
what do they call their, their bubble mm-hmm. last season? And so, you know, LeBron was busy in the bubble. Video came out. LeBron and James smoking like a blunt. LeBron and, James. Um, and then when everybody was after <laughs> the Lakers won the championship, everybody was like, oh, is LeBron James going to finally whoop Bronny was smoking that blunt? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I am curious, you know, LeBron never confirmed nor denied sure. his son smoking that uh, that J. Yeah. But we all saw the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's again, it's it's we've compared the cannabis industry in this movement as like prohibition, right? So for like the longest time, prohibition yeah. of alcohol is just like, okay, we we've overcome this hurdle; it's become legal. And then it took a lot of time for people to kind of, again, come to reacclimate it and reaccept it. And I think we're going through the same historical um, ebb and flow with the cannabis industry. So it's it's going to take some of these big stars. It's going to just take a little bit more time. But I, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. There's whole industries, so scientists, doctors that are solely dedicated to discussing the benefits of CBD and cannabis um, for your body, for your brain, for your overall well-being. So I think that can't be ignored for very much longer. Yeah, if you look back in 2009, Michael Phelps, he was this oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Olympian who was a poster boy for the United States. 100%. Most mm-hmm. gold medalist ever, really young. And then he got caught smoking. Yep. And everybody was, shame on you, Michael Phelps. You have to go have a timeout and stay in a corner. Right. And we didn't hear from him for a long time. A yeah, hot minute. For a hot and he minute. was the hottest thing going for you know that whole year in yeah. summer. And then he, obviously multiple other um, you know, years that he participated in the Olympics. But could you imagine if he was allowed to... Once he got that, someone took a picture of him and shared it to try to shame him. But imagine if that was reversed and he was yeah. allowed to be himself. Yeah. Talk about you know how much training he does, but also how he uses cannabis in a positive way. Yeah. And got that message out and, and was able to speak in that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be so much different than what's happening now. And that would really be like something that would move the needle versus the shame, shame on you, shaming that is, was still happening back then. And it's gotten a little bit less, but... Um, I think, you know, that's an example of an athlete that just got shut down when it came to cannabis. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah. again, it's, it's, it's so shocking, right? It's like they had never seen that. They hadn't seen someone on to that caliber um, come out and, and, and be outed as, as smoking yeah. weed. Because what, again, 2009? It's common. Yeah, it's just so common. Like some of the smartest people that I yeah. know, including lawyers, scientists, engineers, smoke weed. Yeah. So it's. To I mean, me, it's how many so, lawyers also do coke too? So it's like that, let's I also not coke. pretend that I don't like do coke. everyone, none of us. Yeah, do. but I mean, well, literally ninety-five percent of Wall Street does coke. Like yeah. we all know this. We've all yeah, seen the Wolf of Wall Street as well, right? Yeah, because it's it's about wealth. And I, I think again, we've talked about this. You know, marijuana for a really long time was really associated with like the lower class and poor people and, and criminals and. But you have this influx of these really luxe brands that are coming out. Yeah. Um, you have, you know, some, you know, they have like the joints with the gold in them. You have the $10,000, right. $15,000 right. um, joints that are around. You have these, the rose joints, mm-hmm. you know, like you have all these like beautiful luxe items. Oh, and then the, the is it the Bud Base? Oh, yeah, my Bud Base. Yeah, but, you know, my mm-hmm. Bud Base also just like these very luxe and beautiful items that are now coming to be associated with the cannabis industry. And it is just like changing that perspective of instead of weed being some low life type drug, it's like, yo, if you want a good joint, it's going to cost you 
you know, a couple couple bucks here yeah. and there, you know, if you want a really nice bong, they, they can go for hundreds and thousands of dollars yeah. you know, for custom-made bongs. And so um, someone that's living on the street is not going to be able to afford that type of luxury. Yeah. And yet the cannabis industry is slowly but rapidly moving. Yeah. Because, I mean, Michael Phelps, what, like I said, 2009, right, is that's before any state even legalized yeah. recreational. So, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, just a I mean, victim of the times. Yeah. And how can you, how can you compete with that? How can you compete yeah. with like such a gold medalist on such a different caliber than He was any a fucking fish. He's probably yeah, he, still is a he's fish. He's still totally is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is, this is where we're at. I think there's still hope. We're still a ways away from it. Um, but we're, we're coming close. Yeah. All right. So um, thank you, Thomas, and thank you, Ken, for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Uh, Make sure to check out Thomas's article. Where can we find that article, Thomas? On CannabisNow.com. Hell yeah. Still on the front page. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a hot topic. That's right. That's right. So you know where to find Mm -hmm. us. You can find us on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Fabi at Cultiva Law. You can find me, Mio at Cultiva Law. Gentlemen, is there any place that the audience can find Any you plugs guys? for y'all? Any plugs for y'all? Other than the strip club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Other than sponsors. <laughs> uh, can't have Cultiva Law. <laughs> awesome. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Someone bring these guys some chicken wings from the strip club. <laughs> and me, because I got to try them. I'm just saying. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye.